Hey folks, happy holidays, it's Turtle, and you know, some Christmas themed episode or something like that would probably be well timed, but I'll regret not doing that in like two months, because instead I'm going to be doing whatever this turns out to be. So uh, I expect you can read though, so you already know what it's about. Let's open this up with metaphor. Let's imagine the current situation in the U.S. as an airplane going through the sky. The way I see things, there are two groups. Those that want to change, the extremists, the radicals, those sorts of people, and then the conservatives. This, of course, is a spectrum, but those are the two edge groups. There is no one complete agreement on either side, as both have their ideas about what should be changed, but they all hold this, but along the spe spectrum is measured how much should change. And in the airplane, this is, these groups must keep it afloat, must keep it from falling out of the sky. The extremists and those that want change, they must bicker and fight to see what they can change. They need, they know something needs to be changed. You can't keep a plane in the sky forever without touching a single thing. Things like fuel and parts have to be changed to keep it running better and from falling. Things must be changed. But the conservative group, they don't want those things to change. They're core parts of the plane. They shouldn't be changed. But on the other side, the conservatives protect things that must stay the same. They protect these radicals from throwing off a door or something like that they they protect what we must have to keep it from all crashing down while the extremists keep it from just becoming stagnant and falling apart they keep us moving forward in the direction that we should or even shouldn't they just keep us moving because a stagnant plane that just stops and keeps where it is, will come crashing to the ground. That's just how planes work. So, I bring up this because the U.S. is at an interesting point. It's always been an interesting point, but just especially right now, we see the media highlighting these glaring issues, like the divide between the parties. But I would like to point you to the fact that two-party system in the United States is flawed, as both of those groups fall within the conservative side of the spectrum I mentioned earlier. Both groups have their extremist radicals, thinkers, but the mainstream of those groups are conservatives. Think of when Joe Biden announced that they would be offering student debt cancellation right before midterms, and then proceeded to just cancel those after the midterms had been won. Joe Biden himself was one of the leaders of the war on drugs and other policies that are now associated with Reagan and stuff like that. This is now the man who is being criticized by those same people who cherish everything about Reagan. So, just a weird point to make. And then you've got Bernie Sanders, who... I would call an extremist by the standards of the Democratic Party, or the Democrat Party. 
he's simply arguing for things that many... He's a socialist. That's, that's the way I'm saying that. He's a socialist. So those... And then we look on the Republican side. Mainstream politicians are holding the party still, trying to keep the United States in the same spot it's in. An extremist, you could argue Trump, who... I wish I could tell you what's going on over there, but I have no idea. That that man's a loose cannon who I don't think actually has any political affiliations other than absolutely nothing. Though, curious to see where he goes because he sold out all his Trump NFTs. <laughs> Very interesting campaign strategy, but I guess it works somehow. You see from these parties, the extremists on those groups are both very moderate. You've got Trump, who's just a loose cannon and a bit of a... who argues for less less government. Argue, or, sorry, I said that wrong. He argues against the current system. He, he was an absolute nobody in the political scene, burst on, came president for four years, and then is trying to get back. And then on the other side, Bernie Sanders, who's a socialist, with falling more and more into the mainstream system. These people are by no means true extremists like anarchists, complete communists, anarcho-capitalists. These people aren't the extremists. They make up part of the population, but no means the whole of it. And we see this problem in the two-party system as it completely divides us. The media highlights the fact that these two parties clash on certain things, but neither party actually wants to do anything. Because when you do something, that means the results of that effect are on you. Look at Herbert Hoover for an example. That man probably would have been seen as a fine president, but he was during the Great Depression, during a crisis for the system. Had he done nothing, he would have been seen as a pretty bad president. Not awful, but definitely not a good president to just sit there and do nothing, similar to some other presidents that I might bring up later. But he instead made things much worse by trying to act on what he thought would help. It completely blew up in his face. When you act on something, that opens you up to criticism for doing it. You've reached out, you took a step forward, and now you are full, you've stepped out of the door, and now you are exposed to the outside world. You are exposed to the consequences of your own actions. So simply sitting there and doing limited things is what goes on. Few bills at all are passed through our Congress. So it's simple to say that they do nothing. But to bring you back to the plane metaphor, truly one of the leading cause of plane crashes is pilot error. Nothing to do with the plane itself, but what the people are doing inside the plane. The plane has nothing. The plane is built to be ready for almost anything. The plane is ready as long as the people inside it are making responsible decisions and leading it in a good path. So, we see things like extremists by standards of the mainstream parties who argue for these changes are seen as crazy but we do nothing to offer alternatives. People, one of the leading causes 
or one of the easiest ways to become a dictator is through democracy, through our freedoms. We vote. Look at Hitler. Look at Saddam Hussein. Both were elected officials, heavily voted for by people like you and me, or not exactly me, but voted on by people who just wanted a better life because the current party had failed them. The current system did not work. The Weimar Republic was a struggling government that just was simply unfit for the time. And when the mainstream, middle-of-the-road democracy doesn't work, the unbiased, unchanged democracy, people start going towards the extremes. People start throwing things out, wondering if this will help, because you you can't possibly get a better situation than what you've got. Or, sorry, worse situation than what you've got. So these people throw out the core pillars of democracy in a stable society in order to search for the hope that there is any hope they have of a better life. People vote in these extremists who want to take away their rights because they have only seen the failures. This is why you see more and more Americans leading towards that extremist ideas. You see risings of groups from the far left and far right. These extremists because they have only seen the failures of the current system, only the failures of the middle-of-the-road parties, who do nothing. So, these extremist groups seeing the failures of the conservatives who want to change little to nothing at all, they start going the full opposite direction. If you hate something so much because it has only brought suffering, you are going to oppose that on every ideological reason. This is why bombing people in the Middle East has only led the U.S. so much more harm. Because every time you kill someone's father, they're only going to see the fact that you killed their father, not the reason they were fighting. That's it. That's what has happened here. We have seen these extremists rise simply because the the middle-of-the-road parties aren't doing enough. We see things like basic rights in other countries here in the United States become arguing points. The right to live for your basic money, having basic amounts of rights and money to live, having health care, being able to defend yourself. These are political issues in the United States, when in fact they should never have been. The ability to defend oneself is one of the most core beliefs in a demo- that should be in a democratic society. Because despite... De- democracy's benefits it has its flaws as to say the 51 democracy is great until you realize the 51 percent can say the 49 percent don't eat tomorrow so an individual should have the right to defend themselves the right to health care because if you get hurt you shouldn't be left in a desperate situation where you're having to disown your family just so they don't get stuck with the bill these are the reasons that we should be arguing for more rights. These should never be arguing points. These should never have been arguing points. These should just be things that we hold dear. But because parties like the Democrats and Republicans do nothing to help the issues that people see, they have become arguing points. Because nobody wants to change, nobody wants to help, they just want to stick to their ideals. Because if we go back to that allegory, 
like I said, neither side is correct. You can't keep everything the same in a plane, even when something goes wrong, even when you're out of fuel. You can't just keep all that the same and expect the plane to keep going just fine. But on the other side, you can't throw away everything in a plane and then expect to be just fine. That's just not how it works. So we must find a compromise. Understand our basic rights. Understand each other. It's that simple. It's that reason we need to just coexist, but understand that both groups have their correct. They're both correct and wrong in some ways. Both groups are <coughs> different and correct in their own ways. But when one group proceeds to do something that alienates most of society, you see the other group gain more popularity. When the conservatives fail to help the normal issues, when you see other pres when you see a important political official call it out something that you hold dear, like you see politicians arguing against gay marriage and such like that, you alienate those people. You alienate people who agree with those. So much so that you drive them to the other side. They now want to scrap the system. They now want to argue against everything you stand for. Because you've attacked them. So you have provoked them into fighting against your everything. The same way, when you call for things like the basic removal of things like free speech, arguing to change the very framework of the United States, people start opposing you on things that should never be arguing points in the first place. So thank you for listening to my rambling over that. Have happy holidays. Goodbye.